Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you from Whistler, British Columbia, Canada. Um, I really wanted to share with you some of my travel misadventures because, you know, I, sometimes people look at our Instagram stories or Instagram and Facebook and, and TikTok, and they think that life is also easy and jovial and that travel is always easy and that nothing goes wrong. But it was talking about my last podcast that something came to mind that I said to myself, you know what, that's really funny. I should have told that story. So the last one was about when in Thailand. And so I'm at the half moon party and, you know, revel goers are having a blast and everybody's all jovial. And I see this, this uh, young, I don't know, probably around my age at the time, 19 year old guy. And he's making out with what he thinks is a woman, a Thai woman. And it's actually, uh, you know, I look over at him and I'm like, you know, should I go over and tell him that he's not kissing a woman, that it's actually a guy that he's kissing? And so I, uh, I, I, you know, I muster the courage to, to break it to this guy. And I walk over and I say, hey, dude, um, it's, it's not a girl. And you could see him just go absolutely pale and white instantly. <laughs> And and I did it when the girl had gone to get a drink. The girl guy had gone to get a drink or something, and and the girl had a giant Adam's apple, right? So not really a girl. And um, and he said thanks. And uh, and when the girl guy guy girl came back to him, um, obviously he wouldn't let uh, let him be touched by the the tie. And uh, and I, the tie looked over at me like, "What have you done?" And I'm like, "Okay, this is my cue to leave." But uh, I couldn't help myself because the guy was really drunk. And, you know, if I had been in a similar situation, I would have much appreciated that someone advised me that I was doing something that I perhaps in a non-drunken stupor would wish that I was not doing. So that's uh, the first story. The second one, I'm traveling as a young backpacker through Europe and I'm in Madrid. Um, and of course, Madrid is I invite I arrive on a long weekend. I was living in Valencia, Spain at the time because I had followed a girl that I had met while bicycle taxi driving in San Diego. Long story, but to make it short, followed this girl to Spain, um, hooked up with her sister, and then that was the end of that relationship. And then a few weeks later, I decided to go to Madrid. <laughs> but anyways, I'm in Madrid, and of course, every hostel, every hotel, and everything is absolutely booked. Anything from a four-star to uh, no star. Um, and so I see a building that looks like an office building. And I'm like, where am I going to sleep tonight? And I walk into the building and I'm like, oh, I'll go into the bathroom. And I go into the bathroom. It's one of those like stalls that's just one bathroom stall where you lock the door behind you. And so I thought, you know what? This will do. Uh, I got to be creative and I'm not just going to sleep on the street. So, uh, so I made myself cozy and, uh, lay down on the ground. It was a, quite a clean bathroom and, and in the morning, I wake up and I was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Brush my teeth. And I head out. And just as I'm going to walk out from the building, I'm, I realize that I'm locked in because it's a long weekend. And so everyone's left the building <laughs> and, and I can't get out. So I'm this young chap that's thinking to myself, well, how am I going to get out of this building that I seem to be locked into? So I start buzzing all the numbers on on the building, seeing if there's anyone that will answer. And uh, one lady answers and says, oh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I tell her my predicament. And she says, yes, I'll, I'll head, send someone over to open shortly. Fortunately, though, 
uh, the cleaning people arrived moments later and they opened the door and I bolted out and they were like, oh, there's somebody in here. That's so strange. And I just like, hi, hello, and I'm out of here. And, uh, and off I went. So that was my story of sleeping in a bathroom. It's an adventure. Uh, then another one that I was going to tell you about um, was the time that uh, that I was in the Dominican Republic, and I was with my lady at the time, and we head over to um, we head over to what was it um, in search of a kite surfing spot, but we needed to stop by a little hotel. And Dominican Republic is very, very dangerous. Um, there's a lot of guns and a lot of violence, and you don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. So at one point, she's like, I really got to go to the bathroom. So we stop for her to go to the loo. And she gets out of the, uh, of the car. And just as she's about to go into the bathroom, I see that there's a guy with a shotgun um, literally standing there next to to the entrance of the store. And I'm like, oh, no, wait a second. Come back, come back, come back. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And she gets back in the car and we bolt off. And the adventure didn't end there because the only little hotel we could find was one of those hotels that are meant to only be used for the night. And um, and lo and behold, like I didn't even want my hands, feet, anything to touch the sheets. It was gross. Um, it had a little door that you could order stuff through and they would put their hand in and give you whatever you wanted. We never ordered anything, but it was just there. And I don't know if I had not closed the vehicle properly the night before or not, but when I did get to, uh, the car in the morning, uh, the sunglasses that we had in, in the car were all gone. And then another story and misadventure on that same Dominican trip is I'm seeing people kite surf out on the water. And that was the main reason why we were there. And uh, there's these young guys on the beach. And I asked them, hey, how come there's no kiters out if there seems to be wind? And they're like, oh, I'm not sure, but you should head out there. You, you really should. So, so I head out there and the wind switches directions and it just dies suddenly. So I'm about a kilometer from shore and there's no wind and there's no way for me to get back to shore. And then I see that the two guys that I had spoken to on the beach are actually swimming towards me. And what they do there is they give you bad advice to go out on the water when you shouldn't so that they could go rescue you so that you're uber grateful to them and you give them 20 or 30 bucks because you're uber grateful that somebody went out there to help you get back to the beach. And while it was a total con uh, that they did on me, I was so extremely grateful that somebody swam out uh, such a distance to help me out. Actually, one of the guys... Uh, they both swam to me, but there's another guy on the water the, that needed help as well. So the other guy swam to the other guy. So this just gives you an idea of uh, the types of misadventures that can happen on a trip because it all ain't so rosy as you imagine it to be uh, all the time. A few other places um, where I've had some misadventures is in Mexico. You know, you've really got to be attentive to the things you're doing and uh, the people around you in in. Mexico in, in general. And I'm in Puerto Vallarta and I'm getting into a taxi after a big night out. Um, and I see that a guy comes to the door to the taxi driver and says something along the lines of 500 something. And I pretty much got the gist that he was saying, take this guy to me. I'll give you 500 pesos and just drop him off. 
and uh, and then they they rob you and they mug you and all of that. And I had actually seen that this guy had been following me from a distance. Um, and so I I see a, an American couple and I'm like, hey, guys, jump into the cab with me. I'll, I'll share it with you. And they're like, yeah, sure. Let's go. And uh, so we were going to their hotel first. And uh, and just when we were dropping off, I told the taxi driver, oh, I'm getting off at the same spot as them, even though that wasn't where I was actually intending to go, uh, because you never know if the next spot that he was going to take me to would be my last. So a few, you know, little things on being very aware of your surroundings, very aware of where you are in countries. But the truth is that a big part of travel is misadventure. So just be ready for it. It happens. And uh, the best thing you can do is roll with it. So hope you like that mini episode of Travel Misadventures um, because they happen to me and they will happen to you as well.